This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Um, the first one is Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar speaks about the concept of his Halich Eshelokim. It says Eshelokim is Halich Noach. What does this Halich mean? Um, um, he says the pasik the word his applies specifically to people to tzadikim that understand how the sun works and the kochavim and so on. He's coming off previously, it says in the Pasuk, it doesn't say his halchu, and, and he says because his halchu is only very special people, big tzadikim, and telechu, you know, we ask every Jew of telechu, but his halich is something that is shaykh only very big tzadikim. So he defines here what is his halich, a tzaddik that understands the sun and the various spheres and the stars, etc. Because understanding that helps um, uh, uh, helps proclaim, uh, make famous Akadish Baruch and so on. He brings two more psukim on this, and then he says. That's why Noach, it says his Halech Noach, because Hisig Mahalach Hashemesh Gachos of Atsumim, he understood the Shemesh and his Kochos, Veloinota Libra Achreihem, but he didn't get, um, he didn't get led astray with it, Kiyara Bechachmosik Esibal Yenal Kula, because he understood that there is a larger cause for all of it. Now, let's try to explain this a little bit, understand the point that he's making here. Um, there, there really are three possibilities. Um, one which he's not mentioning, but it's really the hidden piece over here. You have a person that looks around at the world um, and he sees the natural causes and he begins to think of that as, um, as the world, which is really Avodazara. So a person sees the sun, the moon, the stars, um, the way they understood it in the old days that they will really control the world. And he looks at the wind, fire, etc. And he sees them as forces. That is something that is Abu Zara. And that's the mistake of the people that were Rishoyim, etc. Today it might be people that look to science as the beetle and so on and so forth. You have the opposite, a person that believes everything is Hashem, but doesn't see the connection between Akarish Baruch Hu and the world around. In other words, um, he says, it can't be that the world runs itself, it's all Akarish Baruch Hu, um, I don't know what this world is, I don't know how, why, what, when, where, but everything is really up to Hashem. It is true that Amunah is a true Amunah, but it is a below Madrega for two reasons. If, if first of all, it's the difference between 
means follow me. For instance, th- th- when I walk with somebody, there are two modes. Think of it, there are two modes of walking with somebody. You're walking down the street, a stranger comes up and says, good morning, I'm new in town, um, where's the bakery? And you start explaining and explaining, and the poor guy doesn't have a GPS, and he doesn't know what you're talking about. So you know what, just follow me where I go. You go right, you go left, you go down. The, the guy is clueless about where you take him, why you take him, but he knows that he follows you, he'll get to the bakery, and that's that. That's Achrei Hashem Akechon Telechud. You follow Akarish Baruch So this person is not walking with me, he's following me. Then there's a person that I want his company, I want to take a walk with him, and I say, Chaim, let's go for a walk. There we're walking together. Step by step, we're, we're taking the steps together, so to speak. The, the understanding of how Hashkocha wends its way into the world and expresses of the world is the shlemus of the that that tzaddik who is um, really davar in a way that it's possible to call it his halach. So when he understands, so, so the person, let's take the simplest level of it, the person that understands the science of it and how and where it connects with HaKadosh Baruch Hu really sees the entire picture and there are two milers to it. One miler is that he dehairs it really well. He understands how HaKadosh Baruch Hu expresses of this world. It's a more complete picture of it. And secondly, it helps proclaim HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The person that rejects the world is emis, but for him to be mashpi on the world, to proclaim HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you either, it's, it's, it's kind of either double or nothing. I've got to reject my science, my bodhisattva, my whatever it is, and just follow that. But a person that shows how Yad Hashem leads into it, a person that understands the historical patterns, and then shows how it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu that, that moved those patterns, that person is much more able to proclaim HaKadosh Baruch Hu's godliness and so on. At a simple level, we're talking about science, history, etc., etc. There's a deeper level of it. Um, th- there's a whole Chachma that is known as Chachma Sapnim, Kabbalah, uh, Mista, whatever you want to call it. The, um, it is not a Chachma that deals with HaKadosh Baruch Hu per se, because Nothing in the world can do like Kashbaru. Nothing understands Kashbaru. Nothing describes Kashbaru. It deals with the way in which Akashbaru is expressing himself within the Bria, within the world of mitzvahs primarily, and within the Bria. So, in other words, when a person is taking a little of an esrik, because Akashbaru said you should take a little of an esrik, that's wonderful. It's a great mitzvah. But there's no, but, but he's not threading the needle, so to speak, of of, of the of the sukkah, of the, of the lulavim and essing, so on and so forth. When he understands that the that uh, like we say in the Yeratzins, that he's now th- with this lulav and essing, he's being miyached Hashem Hakadosh Baruch Hu and putting together the Oisius, etc., etc., etc. There's an understanding of how it is that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is manifesting himself within the little of an asterisk and so on and so forth. So um, that's a dog of his halach. So the, the Rebbe Machai is saying there are two madragas of um, there are two madragas
of following a Kodesh One is which means follow me. Um, it's the start. Whether you understand or not understand, I go after Kodesh Baruch The deeper dark is es halachim is halach noach, which means you you're able to, so to speak, stride um, step by step with him. On a, on, a, on a surface level, it's the it's the, of the world. On a pneumistic level, it is the content, the, 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 what we call the spheres, the anhogas, and so on and so forth. The next one is Rabbeinu Bechaya. Um, and it's, again, and it says that Kashbaru destroyed the world, and it says, So, the the um, the psukim seem to indicate that it was for Gzela that they were destroyed. Um, and so on. So he says he brings Rashi brings it in Gemara that. Gzela was the thing which sealed their fate. Why? Vatam lefisha gezel min amitzvus hamuskolis. Gzela is from the mitzvus that one has an instinctive feel for, understanding for. Um, it's it's um, it's axiomatic to a person. Shelulo nita teira adam moitzi if the person, if Torah wouldn't be given, then a person would inherit his own seichel. And it's axiomatic and elementary that a person should not be taking someone else's money. Um, I want to discuss this a little bit. This has been, there's been a certain tension um, over generations, and it goes as follows. The tension between the mitzvahs that are elementary and the self-understood versus the mitzvah that the Torah prescribes. The um, as the Haskalah began, they said they made the following points, and this was sort of a, a motif of a lot of the um, a lot of the Haskalah writings, polemics, uh, especially and so on that there are two levels of morality, goodness, um, race, etc. There is the commonly agreed, understood, menschlichkeit, and, um, you know, etc., etc., and that is the most important, and that is the, that's the criteria for being a good person. You add to it a glob of religiosity, which is nice, it has its purposes, it's sort of a little cherry on top. And forever, lolim yu adam shamayim, person be first to adam, shamayim, and so on and so forth. Um, uh, and there was an assistant hopping on the fact that the from Jews are not good in that, and so on. Now, the, the really, in a certain sense, the... Um, like all things that are polemics, there was a hodgepodge of things. Some of that 
Adam, some of that elementary menschlichkeit was um, <coughs> was good things like you know being careful and honest and so on and so forth. A lot of it was if you don't dress in the style that people dress, you're not a mensch. If you wear a long jacket instead of a short jacket, you're barbaric. For some reason, barbaric people wear long jackets. I'm just uh, not sure which country in Africa, but not get upon him. Barbaric people wear long jackets. They wear beards. They um, it, it, they don't know how to drink fine wines, etc., etc. So, so that Adam included some things that, that are agreed upon as being good, and a lot of trash also. The reaction came, and that anything that anything that reeked of um, you know common understanding. Uh, style, um, you know, things of, of, of common social nature became automatically, almost automatically rejected. And everything had to come through a, a, an understanding of mitzvah or avera. Now, we do believe two things. We believe that even the things that are axiomatic to all humanity in terms of Tov and Ra, that Gzela is wrong, it's the root is because of Kaddish Baruch who deemed it as such and put it into us as such. It's not the things that are, it's not as if they exist. Menschlichkeit is what we came up with, and Kaddish Baruch came up with mitzvahs. So um, certainly that attitude is treif. And when you make that division in the sense that, um, well, menschlichkeit is, we ourselves figured it out, and that's most important, and Hashem has some whims, and, you know, now we have to do His, that is fear. <laughs> that's wrong. But the flip side is, when a person, let's say I look at a person, and I see he's negligent, in mitzvahs that are not sechlias, I say he, he's missing that extra piece. If I see that he's negligent in things that should be axiomatic, he's, negli- he's negligent in gzela, in mitzicha, and whatever, then it's a much deeper pagam in the person. If it's, je- if it's not a question of, we're talking about the munapar, we're talking about a person, if a person is not cautious enough, He's not um, yet at the dagger. I don't know. He's kept from tzitzis. It's a chisarin. But I say the solid ground to work on. When a person doesn't see there's anything wrong with stealing, then I see it's deep ashkasa. So that's that's what Rabbi Nachai is saying. If when we're talking in in the in the um, appraisal of one against the other, and and the songs speak about this also when it comes to korbanis, um, where the navi is always being mochiach. You know, what are you being karbanis if you're being shofech damim, if you don't do mishpat? These are all, um, when a person is criticized and you evaluate um, what is he doing, what's he not doing, we ask ourselves, is his motive for doing the ben adam makom good? If, if, if on an elementary level, it doesn't express goodness. So, it, so that's what I remember Chai is saying over here, and, and Rabban says it also by Anshi Stom, that when it comes to bringing for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to totally destroy something, it means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has judged them 
incorrigible. They're not going to become good. The, the, for that, the measure is if they're lacking in basic tov, which Gzela is one of them, then they are not, there's no taken for them. Really? Yeah. Would it apply if the only way a person can have any cyclists to these mitzvahs is by saying, well, this is something that, that Hashem said, but they, they can't inherently understand it? Well, the Ramam says that that's not a full keem of that mitzvah. No, the Ramam says that the chiv to, to um, the chiv in mishpatim is not only to do it, but to inherit as being right. If a person says, I'd love to take my friend's wallet of my Esa, because doesn't want it, it, he's not being kind of mitzvah completely. It, it's lacking. You know, it's mishpat demands an understanding that it's wrong. Um, on the other hand, on treif, that's probably the appropriate uh, way to do it. Okay, <coughs> next up in Abichai. He's, um, he, 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 the, Bechal, the, um, there's, there's an understanding that, um, the marble in itself, besides the punishment, etc., also is a second Brias Holo. Um, Goyim are called Bnei Noach, we're called Adam, they're called Bnei Noach. The, there's a new Bris with the world, there's a new Kim of Teva with the world. In a certain sense, uh, if we can phrase it right, the marble and all the Inyanim came out of the marble are a mice abrasious that humanity saw. It's, it's um, Noah and his children witnessed a world coming in from almost nothing into being again. Vedai says, The concept that you can create a world and a Kaddish Mashkiach is locked into it. <coughs> so the two main pillars of belief in Kaddish Baruch Hu, um, as the Borei and as the Mashiach, are both locked into the Mice of Noach. First of all, you see that the world itself is not Hefker, that, that Akadosh Baruch Hu has standards of right and wrong. Akadosh Baruch Hu looks after those standards and sees um, where the people are holding in terms of fulfilling, not fulfilling. And Akadosh Baruch Hu then brings you the punishment um, for it. Akadosh Baruch Hu can start a whole world and so on. Um, so there's a certain element of gracious starting again um, after Noah. The, um, the, it, 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 and this is, so when we look back and um, we, we, uh, we speak about Akarish Baruch Zeborah and so on and so forth, the, the, the Noah and the Mabel are sort of a, a, a version of it that we, we were privy to watch and to see. Um, the next one is also in the and he speaks about why is it that the the nays had to be with a with a with a teva dafka. 
there's such a fastidious attention to the details and it should be this type of wood and it should be this type of pitch and it should be this way, that way, the other way. Once it's nice, a kajpok could could just save him by floating him in the air, um, you know, sort of uh, nice. Why do you need to have a nice in the... Um, why do you need all this detail? Vatshuva um, who wants a person to do Alpiteva and then the Nase takes over. Even the most famous Nase in the Torah, you find all sorts of bits of Teva. For instance, um, when it comes to war, Kodesh Baruch Hu says, you know, they have to send out scouts and so on. The Pasuk by Yeshua had a plan of having somebody <coughs> in the back of the, in, in the city uh, ambushing. Um, so yes, yeah, since all the wars of Kaiser were through Nisim, why do you need to have an ambush? So he says, the answer is, because certainly it should be Teva, will be what's missing. explain this. What is the reason for it? So he, he does, in other words, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar is describing and explaining that wherever the Torah uh, has Teva, wherever the Torah has a nace, Torah wants us to do the Teva, and so on and so forth. So one way of looking at it is that the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the primary Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is to have Teva. That's the primary Ratzon. And therefore, we only can rely on the Nase, and we only are allowed to rely on the Nase when Teva fails. So in other words, if I don't go to war at all, then I'm, I'm, I'm not using Teva. If I go with a gun, and, and I'm trained, and so on and so forth, and I did um, everything to the extent of my abilities, now it's appropriate and it's permissible to make use of nace. That's one way of looking at it. There's another way, and that's, and that's a deeper way, and it goes back to a piece that we had before, Nebbe Nebuchadnezzar, about his halach. Um, as long as we see nace and teva, as being two different worlds, then we haven't really, uh, we haven't really um, it, it described, proclaimed, um, expressed the true picture. In other words, um, the, 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 the putting, putting, drawing a line between the worlds is in effect taking a Kaddish Baruch Hu out of the world of Teva. Yes, you know, there's two modes. There's, there's a Teva mode, there's a, there's a Nase mode, and you flip the switch one way or the other, but they're mutually exclusive. There's a, there's, there's a framework for where only people's Meissen count, and there's a framework on Hashem's Meissen count, and those have nothing to do with each other. That's not, that's creating a wedge that is inherently false, and, and in a certain sense, there's a bit of shneels to it. I'm not I'm saying there are two mahalchim. There's mahalchim of teva, 
as a Mahalach of Lakus, and Idroh. That, that is a little bit of a Rizardic. Whenever you take a look at, um, at all the Yeratsons you say, by mitzvahs and so on, you always talk about being miyached, Yudkei Vavkei, Kotshubich and Shchinte, etc. A hundred different variations of it. What they mean is, it's a way of joining together what seems to be two different mehalchem, and they come to as one. So, for instance, let's say I show somebody, I tell somebody that if you do good things, that if you're tzaddik and you and you and you and you act, uh, you, you do everything right, there's great schaf you can eat. So that's fine, but. I'm lacking the chibur to this world. If I show somebody how a tzaddik prospers in um, in, 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 in in terms of simchas achayim, in terms of tuvachayim in this world, and that and that the and that the the mitzvahs and the Torah are really something that in this world blossom and flourish, then I am showing you that the two worlds are a continuum, not a, 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 um, it, it, it's not a crossroads. Um, and that is really the Tachos Rebriya, to show that in our world, the Tov of this world is an extension of the Tov in the other world. Um, if I appreciate real Tov and real Simcha, so um, living the life of Torah of a tzaddik gives it to me. The um, that's the ultimate tachlis of it. So if we do things that are teva, and where teva ends, nais takes over, then we've accomplished that. If we were to if we were to do it through two different mahalchim, we just fold our arms and don't do anything, then it still leaves the impression that it's either or. So the, the, the time of um, doing Teva as much as you can, one, the first level is Pashat because that's how Kashbach wants it. Kashbach, it's, it's called Kaviyochla Tirchaklap and Maila. Kashbach does not want that Mahalach. That's one. The s- a second deeper point is that it sort of is a, um, it shows in a certain sense the, um, where the person is it shows that the Teva and the, and the Nes are continuing. Um, I want to apply it to a certain, to a very practical Nekuda. A person who is Kol Kuloi in the world of Taira, sitting Kol, learning, and so on and so forth, and um, he's Misnai no, Kishura, it's a great thing, it's a wonderful thing. It doesn't complete the picture yet, because, yeah, he chose to be Miyal Ba Hashem, he's the Hashem, eating man, he's, mm, he's a cut-off from reality, doesn't live a real life, and, you know, of course, so, so it's very it's very wonderful. Somebody who's out there, and he's honest in his business, and has very clear lines in terms of Kedusha, and so on, in a certain sense, what he's accomplishing, he's accomplishing something the other person can't accomplish. Um, it's not a reason that one should do it, but it, it is an accomplishment that's shy to the person um, there that's not shy 
um, to the person who's not touching with it. The person who's trained himself for war and worked hard and then appreciates the hashkacha that's helping him win it, it's a much more genuine statement than the person who's sitting and working with Seamus and so on and so forth. That's, I, I think, um, a, a, an important lemaisa. <coughs> Let's see one more piece. There's a, this is about the meaning of bris. It's a Ramban, very famous Ramban. He speaks about what is a bris. Now, let's phrase the question in our terms. When we promise something, we usually don't mean to keep it. When we say, I'm really, really promise, so, okay, it's maybe. If I kind of swear, if I, um, you know, all sorts of chizukim that we do, that sort of is mechazik, our rotsen to do it, our commitment to do it, etc. So by human beings, there's a whole range of, um, of expressions and maizim to enforce his doing it. it. It means he'll have to make more of an effort, he'll have to be more committed, he's more serious. Fine. What's he mean by says, he says, what's a shvua, what's a bris, what's a Allah, what, what are all these things for? Um, it, it is not shayach that, I mean, it, it doesn't need a chizuk mitzidoi, not mitzad the kaviyochol, not mitzad the rotsen, not mitzad the kiyum. Well, what, what exactly is, is going on? So Ramban brings like this. Like he says, "Pisi Omer Bavram Lo Ois Kashem Nishbaloish Lo Yomus B'Mawul Banov." The bris is going to be. Like he says that he's going to confirm the shvua, and the bris is a shvua over here. It doesn't explain. It's not explanation why. Just the, the word bris is an oath. Vakar Belay Shezosa Bris Remes LeKeshes. This bris is the keshes, and the word bris means. Haskama Vidova Shebachru Shneim. Something that both parties agreed on. Where, where does it come from? It says Borulochem, meaning choose. It's, it's by mutual consent. Vamilo the word bris can be used either as a noun or um, as a, 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 a noun with an adjective. Bris Oilam and so on. Vechein Shvus Yaakov and so on and so forth. And some say that the bris means um, to cut something, which is the way they used to do a bris. That's Ebenezer. He would like to learn differently. When, when the marble comes, I'm going to have a bris with you. The, the word bris describes a Dvar Hashem that does not have exceptions. In other words, most Dvar Hashems are a deal. In other words, if I tell somebody I'm going to sell you the house, it means you're going to pay for it. And if you're not paying for it, or you're not paying quickly enough, or you're not paying the amount that we agreed on, it's not a deal. It, most Dvar Hashems are... Um, there's a there's a, um, a hidden unexpressed if you are deserving if you if you do what's right and fulfill it and so on and so forth if you don't do it the, if you're not doing what's right then I have to fulfill I have to keep, keep my word it's not it's not meant to be a bris means it's a metzias it's 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 established and that's the the, the key of the bris and he explains a little bit. 
The word bris comes from bara. Vine barisi kemo briyasi. Vamila kemo smucha. And the word bris is always smichos. In other words, bris is not stands alone and can be used with an adjective like bris olam. But bris always has a hidden um, extra word to it. Ki he smucha lalam shalafanav. In other words, it's bris olam, so to speak. Let's talk about this, and let me explain what he, what he means over here. What he's saying over here is that Akarish um, Baruch Hu speaks, and those, and when Akarish Baruch Hu speaks, and in other words, promises something, there are things that are contingent. In other words, it means if you do mitzvahs, if you want to averis, and so on. If a Kaddish Baruch Hu says something with a bris, a bris means it has already been created. You may not see it, but it's a done deal. The, the butt has been flicked already. The morale, I think, says it by a Novi. That's why a Novi Latoyev can't be chosen, because a Novi sees the reality a step before us, but it's already reality. Because a bris is Miloshan of Bria because it's something which has already been established. It's already in existence. And therefore, it's not going to um, change. It's one of the reasons why on a bris, when people make a bris, we do a maisa. When I promise somebody, I use my mouth and I say something. Always when I say something, almost by definition, the saying is a, a promise, and that's why it's not kona. But when I give somebody the key to the house, that's sort of a that's a ma'isa, and that's already reality. I've already transferred a property. You've made a mashicha or a hagba. That's not a promise. That's a reality. So if you if you're in my store and you pick up and, and you say you want to buy this bottle of wine, I say go right ahead. And he picks up the bottle, and you pick up the bottle. You cone it because even even if the bottle's still in the store. It's already been Mitzia's gone over to you. So bris, I think the way Ramban understands, means it's a mice of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that has gone... Bria Solom was with Dibur. It's a Dibur, and then it becomes a Bria. Here also, um, there's Devar Hashem, and there's Bris Hashem. The Bris Hashem means it's already Mitzia's, and therefore it's not... It, the Mitzia's of not keeping the word is not relevant because it's already been kept. Okay, we'll hold it here. Thank you.